Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers history one day at a time. Today is February 14, 2019. The day was February 14, 1876. Alexander Graham Bale's lawyer, Marcellus Bailey, filed a patent application titled Improvement in Telegraphy at the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Bell, a scientist and inventor, had been working on creating a device that could transmit speech electrically for a while. But other inventors had been trying their hands at creating a telephone, too, particularly engineer Elisha Gray. Gray, a co-founder of the Western Electric Manufacturing Company, had his attorney file a patent caveat for a telephone the same day. A patent caveat is a preliminary patent application where an inventor basically says, hey, I've got an invention, but I'm not quite ready to send in a full application for it yet. Then the inventor gets 90 days to file a normal patent application. And a caveat also puts the patent applications of any similar inventions on hold for 90 days, while the caveat holder gets a chance to file a regular application. Both Gray and Bell had already used the harmonic telegraph to try to transmit speech electrically. But the controversy extends beyond which of them actually invented the telephone first. Many people were in line for that seat on the throne. Whether one inventor stole the other's ideas for the telephone is the real mystery of the hour. As the story goes, Gray's lawyer filed the caveat called Instruments for Transmitting and Receiving Vocal Sounds a few hours after Bailey filed Bell's telephone patent. Bell's patent was the fifth of the day, while Gray's was the 39th. So Bell's paperwork went through first. But at the time, the patent office didn't record the time of day when inventors filed their patents or caveats. And by Gray's account, Gray actually got to the office earlier than Bell. But while Gray's caveat went to the bottom of the basket and stayed there until it was sent to the examiner the next day, Bell's filing fee was documented immediately, and his application was fast-tracked to the examiner. Because Bell and Gray's patents were so similar, the patent office put Bell's application on hold. The office was set to wait until Gray turned in his full patent application to start investigating any interferences between the two applications and to determine who had invented the telephone first. But Gray abandoned his caveat at his lawyer's suggestion, so that priority of conception went to Bell. And on March 3rd, Bell was granted patent number 174,465 for his telephone, and the patent was officially published on March 7th. Three days later, Bell successfully used the telephone model he created, telling his assistant Thomas Watson, quote, Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. Bell had won the patent to the telephone itself and the concept of a telephone system. But that's not where the story ended. Over the next decade, a number of conspiracy theories popped up. There were suspicions that Gray had stolen Bell's ideas for the telephone 
and that Bill might have known about Gray's confidential caveat. The trustworthiness of the patent examiner that looked over both inventors' patents was called into question. And Bell's lawyers were accused of fraud in that they had stolen the concept of variable resistance from Gray's caveat and put it on Bell's patent application. A federal government lawsuit was brought against Bell on the request of the Pan Electric Telephone Company, which had sold shares of its stock to government officials. And from there, the Pan Electric Telephone Company and Attorney General Augustus Garland became embroiled in a scandal. The Bell companies had to defend their patents in hundreds of cases, but Bell never lost. The American Bell Telephone Company was doing well, and people began to despise the Bell Company's monopoly. But it only grew more successful. While Elisha Gray was alive, many believed him to be the true inventor of the telephone. And some people still maintain that he is, though his contributions to the development of the telephone have been totally overshadowed by Alexander Graham Bell's presence. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. We'll see you here in the same place tomorrow. Tomorrow.